Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Topic today is can a licensed real estate agent wholesale property? So this is an interesting question. It comes up a lot. And um, in other states, I know, in some states actually, it's sort of frowned upon if a real estate agent is wholesaling a property. And I think the thinking, and this makes no sense to me whatsoever, is that you're sort of violating your fiduciary responsibility because you're supposed to be getting the client the most money and you're wholesaling it. I gotta tell you, it's complete horseshit in every sense of the word because somebody who's selling the property to you as a wholesaler does not, repeat, does not want to list it. Now, there could be a bunch of reasons for that, but you know, I, I see all the time these uh, people who are real estate investors and they say, oh, well, don't, don't uh, tell the seller that he can list the property. And I'm like, is there a person alive that doesn't know they can list the property? Everybody knows that. They're not listing it for a reason, right? Again, the general reason why people don't list properties and sell to an investor is for certainty and convenience, right? And it's a whole list of those things. The certainty we provide. Certainty that we're gonna pay them the price that we agree on, it's not gonna change. Certainty that they, right? Because the truth is, in New York for sure, and in most places, if a retail regular buyer has a mortgage contingency in their contract, they really have a get out of contract free card at any time. They just call their lender, and I was in the mortgage business for 17 years, and I did this dozens of times, they called and said, I need a denial. And I gave them a denial and people got out of the contract. So we provide that certainty and we provide the convenience, the convenience that maybe they don't have to fix it up, the convenience that they don't have to deal with the municipality because there's open permits or problems or violations, the convenience of not having to deal with a hundred buyers, the convenience of not having to show the property a hundred times, all kinds of convenience, not having to clean it up. I don't know if I said that right. So that's what we provide. We provide certainty and convenience. And I would say everybody who sells the property to me knows that they're not going to get the most money for it. And it's a straight up exchange, which is the same exchange that we all make every time on every transaction we make, right? Oh, sorry. We go to Starbucks and we pay $6 for a cup of coffee. The ingredients cost 25 cents. We do that for the certainty and convenience that a Starbucks provides us, right? I don't wanna buy a milk frothing machine. I don't wanna buy straws. I don't wanna buy cups. I don't wanna buy the coffee. I don't wanna grind the beans. I don't wanna delay any of that crap. And for that, I pay you know, it could be a, uh, a 50 times premium for it. That is how every transaction works. And that's how the same transaction works when a seller sells us a property. So the idea that a, somehow a licensed real estate agent is going to uh, be in violation of fiduciary responsibility seems ridiculous. In New York, it never comes up ever. Uh, you could absolutely, absolutely uh, wholesale a property. Um, but you stick around to the end, I'm gonna talk to you about why you may, may, or, may or may not want to get licensed or may or, not, may or may not need to be licensed. So if you want to wholesale property and you are a real estate agent, just understand you are not doing anything wrong. And I don't see how you can ever be in violation of anything. I get, again, the concept, and I, I, this is so absurd to me, the concept that you are going to take advantage of a seller. The seller really wants to list it for X price, but you're going to buy it for X times 70 price, X times 70% price is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's just absurd. I mean, think about it. Everybody knows they can list a property. Um, you are providing a service for a percentage of the, pro the price of the property that you are getting at a discount. And that's simple. And I think everybody knows that. I say that openly to people all the time. I just said it yesterday to somebody. Um, what was the situation? He, uh, he, oh, they had a property. And he said, you know, houses in the area are selling for $500,000. And I said, I know they are but your house is not in great shape, you want to close quickly, 
um, and there's no way I could pay more than like 370000 He didn't like the offer, but he said to me, I know you have to make money, and I know I'm not going to get $500,000 for it. Everybody knows that, right? Now, sometimes we don't agree on how much of a discount they should take. That happens all the time, right? I don't buy every house I go into, and I don't buy every house that a seller talks to me about. So, um, but this is a simple uh, understanding that people have. People aren't stupid, and you're not taking advantage of some old lady who thinks her house is worth 100000 when it's worth $500,000. It's just not. Some people don't care. They want to be done with it. They want certainty and convenience that an investor provides. So the answer really can a, can a, can a, real, can a licensed real estate agent wholesale property? The answer is absolutely yes. Um, especially in New York, happens all the time. I am a licensed real estate broker. I personally believe that anybody who is investing in real estate should be licensed. And there are three main reasons why. So number one, uh, to get access to the multiple listing service, right? That is the best way to compound property. So I'm a big believer in having access to multiple listing service. The only, to me in, in New York, the only acceptable um, alternative to having access to the multiple listing service is PropStream, which is not as good, but close. Um, in some areas, it's it's even better, but in with our MLS, it's not as good, but it's it's probably 85 to 90% as good. So that's an, an option if you're not licensed, but I believe we should have access to the multiple listing service. Number two is that you want to be able to list your own property. So certainly if you're rehabbing or you have a hotel property, and just to define hotel, that means I buy a property, I close on it, and then I do minimal to no work on it and then put it out on the market. I've done that. Um, so in that situation, or obviously in, 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 a, in a rehab property, I'm doing major renovations to a property, um, you want to list it and you want to be in control of that listing. Could you use a flat fee listing? Yes, I did that for a while. Could you use your cousin to do it? Yes. But uh, you want to be in control of that listing and you don't want to pay a listing agent 2% to, to do it for you. That's number two. Oh, and, and also you can list a wholesale property. It's 100% legal in our, in our area. You're not allowed to represent that you own the property. You have to write that you're a contract vendee. That means you're in contract to buy it. But you can absolutely list a wholesale property if the situation calls for it. So you don't want to do that if the person is living in the house, if they're not really 100% aware of what you're doing. But if the seller is far away or the house is vacant, there's no problem listing it. I've gotten a lot of good buyers from that. So that's number two, right? You want to be able to list your properties for sale. And number three is if you go on enough appointments, and I can tell you this happened a bunch of times, you're going to come into contact with people who are who, who want to list or who should list. So I've said on hundreds of occasions to sellers, listen, I look around, I go, this house is not in bad shape. You're not in a rush. If you can wait, you're going to squeeze the most money out of this by listing it. And I take listings. Um, also, sometimes you think you're on the phone with somebody and tell, they're telling you that, that they know, understand you're going to buy it, and they just come and say, we want to list it, right? I've gone there. I always bring listing listing um, uh, paperwork with me for that reason. So those are the three reasons, just to recap, why you want to be listed if you're a real estate investor. If you want to be licensed if you're a real estate agent, number one if you're a real estate investor, sorry. You want to be licensed if you're a real estate investor. So number one is you want to um, have access to multiple listing service, to compound properties, to figure out values. Number two is you want to list your own properties, either retail or wholesale. Uh, and number three is you want to be able to take a listing for somebody who wants a listing. So I take listings again. Um, I have a disposition manager who handles them for me, but it's, it's free money as far as I'm concerned. I paid for the marketing. I want to be able to monetize every single lead if I can. Now, here's the thing that's a little uh, interesting. What's interesting is that while I recommend that you get licensed, it is absolutely not a reason not to start. And I speak to people all the time and say, I want to get into it, but I'm going through the course to get my license. And I took the course, I failed the test once, I want to take the test again. 
there is absolutely no reason not to start doing the work before your license. I do not recommend you wait for that. To me, that is just one of the myriad of excuses I hear for people not to start. I hear the same excuses all the time. I'm trying to build my buyer's list. Huge mistake, don't ever build a buyer's list before you have a deal. I'm trying to get licensed. Mistake, you can always do that after, just start marketing for deals. Um, every st I'm trying to uh, design a business card, I'm trying to get a logo, I'm trying to get a partner, all this crap. These are all the excuses I hear all the time why people are not starting to invest. Now, the only two things you should be doing when you're starting are learning, so getting information. By watching this video, you're getting information, so congratulations. You found the one person on the internet that's teaching how to do this in New York State. Uh, it's pretty amazing as I say that, but there's nobody really teaching how to do it in New York State, except me. Um, you should be getting information, or you should be marketing for sellers. That's it. That's the hard part. What people don't want to do is market for sellers because sellers are going to tell you to go to hell. Sellers are going to say no. Sellers are going to scream at you. That's the truth. But that is it. You want to market. You want to get educated and you want to market for sellers. Uh, shameless plug. I do sell a course that uh, you can go to my website, howtoflipnewyork.com, and you can see my course. Um, I also offer coaching. So coaching.howtoflipnewyork. That is another way that I can help you. Those are the ways you can get educated. I would recommend that you don't get information from anybody else. Like, And again, there are great people on the internet who teach us. Great, really good people who want to help, who have great information. It just doesn't, a lot of it doesn't apply in New York. Uh, so I mean, the three most common reasons why it doesn't apply in New York is number one, um, number one, uh, transaction, real estate transaction in New York does not take place between a buyer and a seller. It takes place between a seller's attorney and a buyer's attorney. The, 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 the contract gets created by the, by the seller's attorney, not by you. Don't bring a contract to a meeting in New York. Second reason is that uh, everything takes a lot longer in New York and you need to be able to know that. Um, third is there's no such thing as an investor-friendly title company in New York. The transaction gets handled by an attorney. Title company is simply a service provider and there's no outs in New York, so there's no inspection contingency on your contract. You, every contract I go into, I have to either assign or have to close. Those are my two choices. There are no outs, there are no contingencies, and that changes the way things are done. So it's very important that you understand how things are done in New York. If you're getting your education from somebody who's not in New York, you're gonna get information that's gonna screw you up. I hear from people all the time, hey, I got this course, and I tried it and it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it applies to 49 states. And I know it sounds nuts, but New York is the only state out of 50 where things work the way they do. So if you're getting educated, get it. I mean, I feel a little, uh, at the risk of being immodest, I'm gonna say get educated by me because I'm the only guy who's gonna help you with it. Um, and just do the marketing. So get a list, um, get a list, skip trace the list, call the list, text the list, you can mail the list if you, have the, if you can afford it, whatever works. But again, only two things you should be doing, getting educated or marketing for sellers. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.